Here we are for another episode of Stream of Thought, and we are on the big 112. <laughs> yeah, I, remember, I like how you say that, like... Like, like it's a nothing, momentous occasion. Like, well, like, like nothing has... Nothing has, nothing has like happened. Like, as if we haven't been on hiatus for a month. No, no one will have noticed, yeah. and suddenly we're back in your yeah. feed with yeah. another awesome episode. Let me tell you, man, this has been... Just, we have had a lot to get off our chests. Yeah. We, I feel like we cover the gamut on this episode. Yeah. We cover a lot of stuff. Starting from a little bit of philosophy, Victor's movie pass yeah. experience. movie pass. What, what has happened in that epic yeah. saga I'm to okay this point. with it. But yeah, just an update on that, losing my wallet. Uh, talk a little bit about another podcast I've been really into. Um... Bicycle fiasco with Ricks. There's always Just a bicycle old. fiasco. It's it's like old times. Yeah, the usual slew of things that have no relation to one another. Just, <laughs> just a stream of thought, man. It's my favorite. But yeah, Ricks is back in town for a few days, and we're back at it recording a few episodes here and there. Really excited to be doing this while it lasts for the next few days. And uh, the approximate date that I'll be moving, so... Enjoy these next few episodes. Again, we're going to still try and crank them out when we can. But uh, until then, just listen to this one. Episode 112, Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. BPMs? Beats per minute. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It turns out biking is not as uh, cardio-intensive as perhaps. Too, too much biking? I don't know. I have no idea at this point in time. I have no idea. It hasn't really... Apparently, I thought it was going to Like help. your resting heart rate is too high? My resting heart rate's too high. You know what that means, right? I'm going to die. No. It just means that you're not as fit as you should be. Like, if you ever know, like, you ever notice, like, if someone, like, that, uh, if you were, like, walking up a flight of steps, and you're just walking up, like, two flights of steps, and you're like... <sighs> See, that's not my problem. Like, that's not normal. I'm not feeling out of breath or anything like okay. that. I just have an elevated heart rate. It's probably because of all the coffee you're drinking. It actually could be a lot to do with that it. or you're just doing a ton of cocaine or something like that Shh. <laughs> i'm gonna be talking about that on air um but yeah hey we're back jeez oh it feels so good from the wilderness here Rick's we are back in town for a little bit mm, back all right you know what i think of almost almost every day ain't that a shame ain't that a shame <laughs> you know I, I have been longing for this experience. I'm like, hey, I'm coming back into town for a couple of days. I, this is something that must be done. This yeah. is I have I have been longing for this moment to reconnect and hear some of your crazy pointless stories <laughs> for the longest time. It's been almost two months since we uh we were we were doing this. So maybe that's why my heart hurts so bad. Well, I know uh, <laughs> you left. Bad. It's now. Uh, it's currently October sixth, Saturday, October sixth, right now. Uh, and you left back in May. I remember, like, for a couple weeks, I was like, whoa, this is really weird. Like, haven't had to go do a podcast. And then it became, like, regular. Like, it was normal routine, like, not doing a podcast. And we did the whole uh, throwback Thursday series. <laughs> which were up, never actually on Thursday. <laughs> which were, like, half the, not even half the time. Like, 30% of the time were actually released on time. Most of it was me just... Procrastinating, releasing it like on a Saturday or the following Wednesday. Yeah, they or were some they were good episodes. They were, yeah, they, it was they great were fun to reminisce. But still, nothing beats living in the moment. No, being able to just share the quirkiness that is life. A few things have happened to me, and I think I can't. No, wait, what? The, no one wait, to share this story with. Yep. No one to share this story with at all. I know. Um, real. I I started to take a little bit as I look at my phone here. I. It would take a little bit of notes. I think I have, like, two notes in here, like, things to bring up. Um, but one of them, did I, let's see, did I tell you what happened when, when was the last time you were here? It was about two months ago. Almost exactly two months ago. Okay. That I was in town for a day, maybe. I was going from New York. Okay. For my ordination. I remember that. Okay, so I got, I, I got a couple things here. The first of which um, I'll bring up, well... Okay, I've so been waiting for this. It has to do, okay, remember this. I'll bring up two things right now. It has to do with my wallet, okay? 
Oh boy. The first which the first thing I'm going to mention, we'll, and then we'll come back to the wallet. Remind me. All right. Because I go to the movie theater, uh, Wheaton, the Studio Movie Grill in Wheaton. Great. And I go there because I've been going there using my movie pass. Oh my god. Right. Oh my god. Bro, I get an email from Movie Pass like in August saying like. Hey, by the way, the movies that you could see for free every single day, now you're just going to be allowed to see three of them per month. Which I'm looking at this, and I'm like, I think Rick's in the back of my head. I told you so. I told you. It's not a sustainable business model. (laughs) And what did I say? What did I tell you? Do you remember? I said, bro, like, take advantage of it while it's still good. As long as I can get a summer full of movies and get my money's worth... I'm happy with that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Which seemed reasonable yes, enough. Yes, And, dude, it got to the point where I was having to go... I mean, I didn't see an insane amount of movies over this... Like, between when I got it, when I first used it in April and, like, a few weeks ago, I think I've seen, like, 21 movies now. It got to the point, um, like, in August and September, I was, like, going pretty much a lot. And uh, I was, like, having to go out of my way to see a movie where it was almost like I almost feel like I'm inconveniencing myself <laughs> to go out of my way to see this movie. Well, yeah, you feel the obligation yes. to take advantage yes. of something like that. Yes. Got to get your money's worth. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this so is more stress fact, than it's worth. The fact that it's like, they're like, by the way, um, it's only three movies per month. I think it's unless you want to pay month to month. I don't know what the stipulation is, but I'm like, hell no. But I was I, I wasn't like disappointed really. I was just I was kind of like whatever. It doesn't really bother me because I'm not like a kid with all this crazy insane amount of um, amount of time. But I just want to calculate real quick: three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, twenty-one, twenty-one movies. Twenty-one movies, yeah. and you paid maybe how much for? I it? paid I think eighty-five dollars for twenty-one movies. So that comes out to what like four bucks. A movie, yeah, ish, yeah. Which that's a discount, man. You can't find a movie and I theater still have until them. like March before the subscription is it hits the one year mark. Well, th- so there's uh, so you haven't seen a movie recently, then? Oh yeah, I saw White Boy Rick like two weeks ago. Oh, you did? Yeah, because I have been following this story, and every time I see a movie pass story. I think of you. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just watching it spiraling yeah. downwards. They've been having more yeah. and more in-depth. Like, these people who run MoviePass are, like, shady-ass people. You want me to... Here, I'll... I, the last three movies I saw were White Boy Rick, Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit 11.9, and The Predator. You saw Fahrenheit 11.9? I did! Wow. And I saw that movie, and I was like, man, I really need to... Uh, I really want to get Rick's take... Uh, did you see it? I haven't seen it, okay. no. I was like, oh, wow, this is awesome. I saw because, the trailer for it. I was like, oh, damn. Because I've never really seen any Michael Moore films. I think I saw... Roger one. and Me is like... Uh, Ro- Roger and Me, I think we saw... In school. In school, right? Back in high school. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That... About when Detroit. GM moved. Yep. Right? Okay, yes. That was his, like, breakout documentary. Okay. I remember seeing that, and I, I really enjoyed it, but I've never seen anything else, and so... Uh, Ironically, after I saw that movie, I was like, oh, I want to see another Michael Moore film. And I recorded on the DVR Bowling for Columbine like mm-hmm. a month before that. So I saw Bowling for Columbine. But anyway, I want to see Fahrenheit 9-11 now. I was like, I got to see 9-11. Which 11-9, people were like confused. Like, it's just because yeah. that's when Trump was elected, the day, the day that it became official. Yep. That's why it's, it has nothing to do with like 9-11 being backwards. It's just it just happened to be coincidental. a interesting yeah. coincidence. And... Uh, I watched it and I really enjoyed how, like, I mean, what do you first before I before I say something that makes you think any less of me? <laughs> what Dude, is your, the ship has sailed on that <laughs> years ago. What's your? Have you seen any Michael Moore films other than Roger and Me? Um, I want to say that I saw Bowling for Columbine and I did not see Fahrenheit 9/11. I do want to say that I've seen another one of his documentaries but i can't remember the name of it because in this uh in 11 9 i uh, there's a bunch of stuff going on i'm like wait a minute did ricks know this did ricks know this i wonder if ricks knew this i wonder if, <laughs> what's going on and they're talking about um the the situation in flint with the water oh yeah and i was like holy shit i didn't oh, yeah. know 
any of this. Really? I knew the water was fucked up, but I didn't know why. I was like, holy cow, no fucking way. Yeah. And then um, when when he's saying in the documentary, like, oh, by the way, um, like, Bernie Sanders should have been the Democratic um, nominee instead of Hillary. Oh, by the way, here's why. And it's like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I was, I didn't know any of this stuff. And I was like, how, where are these people pulling strings? Like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. What a, like, what's the a fucking illusion that we live in? Holy cow. It truly is. It truly wow. is. And I feel like that's, yeah, that's something that most people don't acknowledge. And you know what? Acknowledge. You know what? One of the things I thought of after I saw that, I was like, okay, I think I understand now why people hate America so much. Like, because when you, when you think of all these things outside of the U.S., because, well, first of all, growing up here, you're, you're, you're bred, you're brainwashed to think this is the greatest place on earth. Nowhere, nowhere else is it like America and America's the best and everywhere else for the most part is shit. Mm -hmm. And if you say, if you talk shit about America, fuck you, you're wrong. We've got guns. Conditioned patriotism. Yes, exactly it. And then you hear about all these different things that have happened, and you're like, oh, okay. But at the same time, it's like, we just didn't know. Like, we're not, like, this isn't, like, the truth is kept. It's it, swept under the rug. It is marginalized yes. to, to where it's there if you really want to find it. But most people don't have the time, energy, yeah. or willpower yeah. to break the, the wonderful illusion yeah. that we have, you know, of... Of this, that was the thing that I that really changed for me in seminary. Very eye opening of just, especially when it came to conditions of people living in the inner cities and how there are serious problems that we white people from the burbs yeah. are can just the information is not presented to us and it's not it doesn't affect our lives on a daily basis right. and so we just don't hear it and that's and you i heard a lot of very anti-patriotic talk shitting on america all the time yeah and it took me a while to understand where that was coming from and just this intense feeling of betrayal once people learn the truth of certain realities that we're living in yeah just how depressing it can be because we're never told that growing up. We're told, you know, stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Right. I mean, every single day when we were in high school, you know, My stand goodness. for the Pledge of Allegiance. I really want to see now the Fahrenheit 9-11 because 11-9 is pretty trippy. Yeah. Like, holy cow. It is pretty tri- And you know what I enjoyed, though, too, is that he – I clearly shat on, you know, President Trump. Oh, yeah. Then he took a few jabs at Obama, too. Yeah, he did. So it's not, like, totally one-sided. You know what I'm saying? And I saw some of the... I saw uh, a couple of the things um, in the documentary when Obama visited Flint, Michigan to address the water issue. Mm-hmm. And then, he, pretty much in the documentary, uh, Michael Moore's like, oh, by the way, like, Obama, like, marginalized the severity of the uh, the... Water, water crisis, yeah, because he drank water that yeah. and he, wasn't he, actually yeah. and then he, from like, Flint. And then he was, uh, and then you see a clip of it. Now, again, this clip is taken out of context, but you get the idea where he's like, yeah, well, when I was a kid, you know, I, I probably, you know, ate a paint chip off the wall that had lead on it or something weird like that. And, like, that he was interviewing people who were, like, really excited to see Obama. And then he interviewed them again after, like, he got footage or whatever after, uh, he left, and they're just like, seriously, like this was the this was the last person we were depending on, you know. And mm-hmm. like he just says, "Hey, don't worry about it. See you guys later. It's, it's all good. And it's like oh it's all good. Gosh. Water's safe to drink again." <laughs> and here, you know, you have this started. Gosh, maybe five years yeah, ago this or something like that. Twenty fourteen. So you have kids now who are growing up with deformities and mental conditions, and you're only starting to now see the effect yeah. that the water contamination has had. On a, an entire generation of people, it's crazy. There, there was this one woman who was like, "My kids are, my kids think it's normal to bathe using bottled water, yeah. and it's like I did this in in Afghanistan or Iraq. Like this isn't normal. Like they they don't know what 
that that's that should not be like that. That's so wild. That's actually what uh, NPR had a, a thing on the water crisis on their All Things Considered show uh, like a week or two weeks ago. And it was exactly that, where there's no clean water in certain areas in the south, and they do they have to do the same thing, bathe with bottled water. They say they go through... This family but they that was don't have any air, but but they don't they can't find clean water it's just for whatever reason <laughs> naturally it's just unclean or like something happened and the water was contaminated. The water is contaminated because a lot of industrial plants oh, okay. pump their right. crap into yeah. the water, and yeah. so they're like we go through two, like four four or five cases of water a week wow. just to survive. Yeah, and that's got to be expensive. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're sure. buying that much water on top of an economically depressed area. I mean. On the cheap end, a case of water you can find, probably find for like at least three dollars. On the cheap end, right? Yeah. So that's five cases a week. That's fifteen. That's the, so it's like, let's say like sixty-five bucks a week. That's a bill, like oh yeah, of just of using water that is in extreme shortage that has to be rationed rather than just like a normal water bill from someone's house. You probably be the same amount for a small family and. Um, you can. It's almost like a plethora of water, and there's no. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing that I can't wrap my head around it is the showering component, especially where you have to bathe with bottled water. What uh, just that does not compute as yeah, to a yeah, way yeah, that yeah, yeah. that people can are forced to live that way on a daily basis. Well, it's, one of my uh, friends' dad said he had to do that when he would do mission trips in Africa. He would have a bottle. He would only use a bottle of water to bathe. But he was, like, doing it. It was, like, a temporary thing, yeah. you know, for him. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, so I think that there's... And it's so funny, too, because people get... People who sort of willfully close their eyes to this get so offended if you say oh something. Gosh, like, that's so unpatriotic. Yeah. How could you say anything bad about America? We're the greatest country on Earth. Right. It's like, yeah, maybe we're for you, Sand. But I, what all I'm thinking... All great empires fall eventually. Great, damn right, man. I'm glad you picked up something I mean, from my preaching here. Uh, like, if you look at it, I think it was, like, give or take, you know, the... I think it was, like, Netherlands, like, the uh, just running shit in the 1600s, like, running shit real hard. <laughs> or, or, if like, Spain in the 1400s, and then, like, yep. Netherlands in the 1600s, and then uh, Britain rolls around, you know, and then America, and, like... Oh, yeah. It's, it's, Our turn is up. It's it's a wheel, man. Yeah. Just keeps Our on turn turning. Now, what I'm thinking as you're telling me these revelations that you came across in this movie, I'm thinking back to some of our straight up episodes where like you and Dom or you and the boy Illinois were yeah. talking about conspiracy theories and oh, the yeah, Illuminati. Yeah, and I'm yeah. thinking to myself, who needs conspiracy theories when you have reality? Like <laughs> really. I mean, you got yeah. this shit that's that's crazier than than most conspiracy theories out there. Except this aliens, is documented, <laughs> real, yeah, the Illuminati, really. Yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, there Pretty are there are powerful people pulling reality. strings. They're not the fucking Illuminati, though. Yeah, they're they're people who are working in plain sight. <laughs> if you choose to see them, so. I still think of you every time I see ancient aliens on TV. <laughs> Little green men, little, yeah. little gray men coming down with yeah. their with their phasers. Gonna sometimes gonna turn us to I check it out. I mean, because I I went through that phase several years ago where I I watched it every time it was on TV, and now it's like it's the same thing, and I'm bored of it. But yeah, every now and then I check it out for about five to ten minutes. <laughs> hey man, it's me- it's it's made for TV entertainment. Right? Yeah. So, but um, back to my wallet. Back to your wallet. Okay, so did we did all that to come back to the wallet? So I'm at uh, Studio Movie Grill. And I'm, I think I'm watching, like, Mission Impossible or something like that. And I have my wallet. And they have these little uh, trays because they bring they can bring food to you if you want. So oh, I yeah. put my wallet yeah, and my yeah. key and my phone on the tray. And I'm watching the movie and everything. And then I get up to leave. I grab my things. I put them in my uh, pockets. And I leave. And I, I get home. And then later, I was like, wait a minute. Where's my wallet at? And I have my phone. I have my key. I was, I was like, well, I so I look in the car. I look in my house. I'm like, I had it with me. Like my stuff was just sitting right there. And then um, I even like drive back there. And oh no, I think I didn't find it when I was there. And while I was still in the parking lot, I like drove around a little bit to see if I could see it underneath some cars. If I dropped it or something like that, like mm-hmm. and it fell to the spot next to me. 
And then I went home. I was like, it's got to be at home because at, I don't use my card at Wheaton because at Wheaton you can just do it on your phone. You don't need the card. You yeah. just do it on, lo- on, your, on the phone directly. And so I'm at home and I don't find it anywhere. And then I go back there and I tell them like, hey, did you guys find a wallet? And um, they're like, no, we haven't. But if you leave your name and number, like we'll give you a, a call and, uh, and let you know. And I'm like, okay, perfect. I give my name and number. I walk out. They're like, I'm never fucking getting a phone call. Like that's not happening. Yeah. And uh, I wait a couple days, and uh, because it wasn't this wallet that you see in front of you, it was my other one, the brown one that was falling apart. Oh, yeah. And um, so I wait a couple days. This happens like on a Wednesday. So by the end of the day on Friday, I'm like, all right, well, if I don't have it now, I'm just going to order a new credit and debit card. So I order the new cards. Dude, on Saturday or Sunday, I get a phone call. Hey, we found your wallet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so I'm like, fucking A. Not only, like, do I have my wallet back, but the credit cards that I have there don't work because they've been canceled, and now I have to wait another, like, five to seven days before I actually get my credit and debit card. <laughs> Luckily, I had cash with me. That's good. Right? And, uh, but I was just like, what the fuck? Because one time before, I left, what was it? I don't know. I left something in a the movie theater. It wasn't anything too important, but that was gone. And then another time, Neil left his wallet in the movie theater, and same thing. He, it was gone, though. He never got it back. Oh, but I don't wow. know if he left his name and number. But, but one, I can't believe it happened. And uh, two, it was just like, man, good Samaritans. Just not taking anything from it. Just, I found this wallet. Here you go. Oh, oh yeah, there was a guy in here about that. Let's give him a call. That's nice. I, I it's, it's nice because those, those stories, I feel like these days, are just so rare. Yeah. To hear people who will not fuck around with any right? of this stuff and give it back. Just right? because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Uh, so that's why when, cause I believe that I had texted you at some point over the past two months about the movie pass jerking around prices. Like yeah. they can go up, down, yeah. up, down. And you're like, Oh dude, don't worry about it. Like I'm getting a new card anyway. I'm assuming yeah. that was around that time then. It was because my credit card with, that I had with movie pass is my old credit card number. Oh, that's great. Do whatever the fuck they want. They're not, I'm not paying anymore. Because, <laughs> because when you unsubscribe now, they, uh, they, there's this new scandal Dude, right now. You have to wait like two years or a year or some shit like that to sign up again. But here's what they've been doing that just broke in the news like last week. What's that? They've been re-signing up people who canceled their accounts and saying you have to opt out again. Otherwise, we're going to charge you. So someone's like, this is bullshit. I'm out. So it's like, okay, that's fine. And then they sign them back up again to try and get an extra month or two. Mm-hmm. Without, with, basically in the fine print, basically saying you have to opt out again after you okay. already canceled your subscription. Otherwise, yeah. we'll charge you again. Motherfuckers can't do it to me. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. The I'm universe like, you is are, on you my are, side. You are safe in that regard. Yeah. That's great. So you paid in a lump sum for the entire year then. I paid like 85 bucks At once. So, yeah. so you don't have to worry about like reoccurring payments or anything no. like that. But they changed it now. so that There was an option. When I got that email, they were like, hey, you can either, I think, not pay anything more and get three movies a month or you can pay seven bucks a month or eight bucks a month and you would get a movie every day yeah so it was like okay so what you want me to do is i paid 85 dollars i got like six months worth of this so what i paid for the whole year i'm only getting for six months and you want me to pay more every month to get what i already had when i initially signed up oh yeah uh no but now they what i've heard which is kind of surprising that you were able to attend a movie last week is that they're they're blocking out times now so that you yeah, can't see new so this, movies you this happened see. this happened to me i went into a, a yorktown you get to try and see a movie showing. try and see a movie and it like didn't work yep. because there was a um i believe what happened was like too many people were trying to see a mo- this one movie i can't remember what it was but it was maybe mission no i don't know but um what happened was they then came out with this thing saying okay for movies that have, are going to come out with a projected extremely high demand, we're not going to make that available at certain movie theaters. And on top of that, um, you may not be allowed to see it for a while. So, like, Mission Impossible mm-hmm. wasn't available for me to watch at Yorktown. Yeah. But it was available for me to watch at Studio Movie Grill. So I just oh, went to Studio Movie Grill. okay. Yeah. Huh. Wow. That... And then also, too, with those movies that are in high demand, it's like, okay... Because this movie is such in high is in such high demand, you can't see it with Movie Pass. Well, you can see it with Movie Pass, but you might have to pay a, like, you know, 
not the full ticket price, but you might have to pay a few dollars yeah. to see that, or something weird. And then when you run out of your three movies per billing cycle, you have, you can buy a movie ticket for a discounted price through MoviePass. So it's like, you dumb fucks. Like, this isn't what I paid for. I guarantee you there's going to be some sort of class action lawsuit that comes out of this It'll in be. the end. I mean, they're they're reaching their last couple of months of business. They have no money left. I mean, they're, I'm they're happy broke. with what I've gotten out of Which, it so far. I mean, yeah. So. You really... You really got the prime deal to take advantage of something that, in fact, was too good to be true. I saw, like, a, a, something on Twitter, Instagram, saying, like, meet, meet so-and-so. One of the... She was, like, a movie pass uh, per, person when they were, like, testing it out, or I don't know what it was, but, like, meet so-and-so, um, and I had something, like, some witty remark, and then it said saw a movie every day for an entire year. And it's a picture of her holding her movie pass, like this little look on her face, just like looking at the camera like this. That is awesome. <laughs> and this is woman that looks like she might be like in her like 50s who has worked in an, as an office secretary for like the last 30 years. That's what like she, that's what, that was the look that, that she had. But yeah. Oh my goodness. So you're getting ready to move. Yeah, I, got, I have a date. You have what? What's the date? So November 9th will be my last day. November ninth at, at Aldi. Yeah, Friday, November 9th. So are you leaving day. on November tenth? So I think what my plan is going to be is my last day is November 9th. I think I'll stick around Saturday, hang out with you know um, my family on Saturday and Sunday. So I'm I'm debating either to leave Sunday late morning, early afternoon, or to leave Monday morning. And you're going to be driving cross-country. This is why. Okay. So, I am going to go to Denver, and I'd like to spend, let's say, for it's, a four, it's like a 14-hour drive to Denver. Yeah, it's it's long, man. Yeah. But I've got some Adderall XR 20 milligrams. Oh, my God. <laughs> drugs, drugs, drugs. <laughs> And then you've got all uh, the pot that you could possibly go for. I only need one. I only need one of them. Denver, yeah. Yeah, for wow. one of my friends who has a, who has a I wow. almost said subscription. Who has a prescription? <laughs> a subscription. Yeah. A subscription to Adderall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your yeah. monthly subscription. I, I, I'll sign up for that. Uh, <laughs> right. one, yeah. one pill a day, 80 bucks. <laughs> That's it for 80 bucks. Stop. Unlimited Adderall. <laughs> Unlimited Adderall. <laughs> also an unsustainable yeah. business model yeah, right there. Yeah, for sure. Completely <laughs> unsustainable. Wow, um, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a trip. No, but uh, <laughs> no, but real like side note, I, I went to um, I went to uh, out of town for my friend's birthday, and I'm driving back, and he's like, "Hey, do you want like an Adderall for the road? Like, gets you real focused." I know you're like we're real tired from the night before. I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." So I take it, and I haven't taken Adderall since like college. Studying, I've never had Adderall. Oh, it's awesome. It's not like it. It doesn't like get you high or anything. It's like it just, n- it's nothing like that. But it's just you're fucking laser focused. It is insane. Yeah. And um, so I take it. It's like 11 a.m. because we get back to Indianapolis from Louisville. Yes, Louisville. As we my and, brother would like we, slap you in the face. As we if say, you said that to him. In, as we say in the Chicagoland area, Louisville. Yes. But everyone from Indiana and people from down there say Louisville, everyone. which I'm what I'm used to because the guy across the hall from me freshman year was from there. And oh, going to school in, okay. in, Indi- in Indiana at Purdue for four years and then living in Indiana, like, that's just how you hear it. It's just Oh, now, it, it integrates. Yeah, now it's way. just it's a part of my vocabulary. So when I told people, like, I'm going to Louisville, I stopped and I was hesitant for a moment because I was like, wait, will they understand? Like, Louisville. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. But for me, it was really hard to say that. Yeah, it's integrated <laughs> now in my vocabulary. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, so he gave me one, and I'm driving back to Chicago, and I'm feeling awesome, just like super laser focused on driving. Three hour drive felt like 15 minutes. What? And I get back home, and I'm like, I can't sit still. Like, I just gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta run. I gotta go run. And so I go run like six miles. Anyway, what I'm getting <laughs> oh my at is, God. what I'm getting at is, it's my secret weapon. It's my secret weapon. So I'll get to Denver in 14 hours, no problem. Yeah. Uh, so going all the way back. Talk about completely unnecessary digression. Um, I thought that was entertaining. So, good. It meets your seal of approval. (laughs) Uh, Drugs. Yeah. So, it's a 14-hour drive to Denver, so I'm going to go to Denver. I'll probably get to Denver, like, somewhat later in the evening, maybe like 10, 11, or midnight. 
So, no, no, no. A little sooner than that, maybe like 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. I don't know. I'll probably leave at like 6 a.m., right? Yeah. Leave at 6 a.m., drive, 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 drive. We'll have gone through the time change too, right? Yeah. So it's going to be super dark until like 8. I guess you're right, yeah. Just be careful of animals on the road. Yeah, yeah, I got brights. (laughs) I got a story out there. Yeah, I got brights on my car. My sister was actually just in a car wreck. Really? She hit a coyote. No Traveling to Montana. She was in um, South Dakota, I believe. And driving at night, I believe, in, in the darkness... That's what night is. Empty darkness. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for that clarification. Uh, And it's just wilderness that she's traveling through. And just out, you know, trees on both sides, out of the blue, comes a coyote. Yeah. Wrecks her car. And so she has to go to this podunk little town with one mechanic who's not around until Monday. And she, this is a Saturday or whatever. And so she was supposed to visit uh, our cousins in Montana with her new boyfriend. And. Now they're stuck in a town of maybe 100 people oh. who is like, oh, y- y'all ain't from around here, are you? Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, Drinking out of mason jars and shit. <laughs> and moonshine. Overalls. Got the, got the moonshine and, and overalls. Piece of everyone, meat in there. Everyone owns a pickup truck. Yeah. And so, luckily, she had somebody in the area who she she was friends with who was able to come and get her and take her to, like, Mount Rushmore while they fixed her oh, car. Oh, wow. So she still doesn't have a car. It was, the coyote totaled it. Jeez. And it's a brand new freaking car, too. I remember seeing it was like a 2018. It was like a 2018. Yeah, it was a really nice looking car. Oh, yeah. Real nice looking car. So... Wow. That's uh just be careful when you're when you're driving, man. You never know you never know what's gonna come out of the, the I'm not woods. a speed demon when I was on when I was doing the adder, I was doing like a cool seventy five, man. I was just like <laughs> I'm feeling good, taking my time. Yeah. Laser focus. Yeah, laser focus, man. And so um go to Denver. In case people forgot why we're even talking about this, because your initial <laughs> how we, how this happened, because you were like, Well, you're leaving, so when are you leaving? So you know, what is this? 15 minutes later, talking about bullshit, <laughs> coming back to the original question. So, my plan is November 9th, Friday, last day at work. Leave, let's say, uh, Sunday morning. Let's call it Sunday morning. Get to Denver Sunday night. Too tired to do anything. Rest. Hang out all day Monday. And then uh, spend the night there on Monday night. Leave Tuesday. Leave Tuesday morning. 11 hours away is Las Vegas. So then go to Las Vegas. Once I get to Las Vegas, I'll be too exhausted to like, do anything. Just chill out and wake up the next day. You're going to get that hotel or do you Yeah, 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 hotel. One good, of my friends is going to meet me out there. Super cheap hotels. And so then Wednesday, hang out all day, spend the night in Las Vegas Wednesday night. And then Thursday, maybe spend another night in Las Vegas or go to L.A. Or maybe spend like three nights in Denver and three nights in L.A. So I have some leeway I can play around with. But then by come Friday, for sure... Or, you know, get to L.A. or something like which is just four hours away from Las Vegas. Now, what's your plan once you get to L.A.? So, my plan is, uh, at this point, to just rent a room through Airbnb for a few weeks um, <laughs> to give me the opportunity to, like, actually be, actually check out apartments, like, not just, like, look for apartments online when I'm not living there. You know what I'm saying? So... Just, just be careful with Airbnb, man. It's the movie pass of hotels. <laughs> I've done Airbnb before. I, I believe it. And they, what's really cool on Airbnb is they have a, you can filter through like their, uh, I don't know what it's called exactly, but it's like preferred hosts where it's like who you've ho- people who host other people like hosts who have met a certain criteria or they like a little star next to their name saying like, uh, like, like, like nope, we are extra legit. So like yeah. five star Uber driver, kind of like that, yeah, a yeah. little bit, yeah. Okay, I mean they all get ratings and everything, but they're like extra, like based on like how many people they've had, how many re- like the number of reviews, the for, uh, the ratings and everything. So okay, yeah. so it's kind of up but in the air. Here's the other thing too. You know me, I'm totally cool just just rolling into L.A. and like sleeping under a tree for a couple days oh, and yeah. like figuring stuff out as I'm you know hanging out. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. They got showers at the beach, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's right, they do. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Wow, dude. Yeah. That's our, uh, how, like, what's your, what's your mental state like? My mental state is, uh, is super, uh, how would you say, ambitious, prepared, feeling real good. That's good, man. 
Yeah, the universe is on my side. The universe is on yeah, your side. I feel really good. I mean, that's a huge life change, just to yeah. more or less just pick up and move to L.A., which I know is something that you've always wanted to do, so yeah. it's good that it's amazing that you have the opportunity yeah. to do something like this. But I know I'm just thinking about myself even getting in, getting a car for the first time in years yeah. and being like, that fills me with a sense of dread. On uh, You know, there's both the excitement of being able to, to have yeah. mobility, but there's also that sense of dread of, oh my God, this is a responsibility. It's like not, not quite a, not quite a new child, but it's, uh, it's just, it's another responsibility. Well, you should have to go through the hassle of like, uh, negotiating like a lease or like, a or going to like a car. Ma- I mean, I went to CarMax and got my car and felt like super taken care of. I yeah. felt like I didn't have to have like my guard up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with it, with already having a car, like, yeah, you got a nice situation. It's yeah. I'm, I'm very fortunate in that regard. I've been reading this new finance book, which I'm, you know, I'm not somebody to read motivational materials right. or things like that. But Brooks in Minnesota said, you got to read this book. I was, did you just see what happened? You were about to drink. You were about to drink your microphone. I put my hand on the mic like it was my water. Yeah, it was like, is he going to go up? I really wish I had a picture of that. That was pretty epic. <laughs> muscle memory. Yeah. Wait. What the hell? No. Okay. So, so you're so, reading this book that so Brooks recommended. Yes, it's called Total Money Makeover, and. I know. That sounds like something that would be on Oprah it, or Ellen. It really Total does. money makeover. Okay. You get a makeover. Yeah, you, you get, get a makeover. makeover. You get a makeover. Everybody you get, gets yeah. a makeover. So this, I mean, I again, I'm not one for these types of books where the author, I don't want to say that he's got an ego, but he's got an ego. He's right. like, I, uh, I know what I'm talking about, and here's yeah. all of my If you follow knowledge. this, you will yes, be no, successful. And, and that's exactly... Anyone can do it. That's exactly... Well, if anyone could do it, everyone would be fucking rich. You're, you're like reading the book <laughs> verbatim without having it. Right, right. Yeah, it was like, it will work if you do it, and I mean... But he's saying that the, the whole theme of the book, if you live like... What is it? If you live like no one now, you'll be able to live like no one later. So the philosophy of this book is if you live dirt cheap yeah. and just cut out all unnecessary expenses, all sort of recreation, stuff like that, and put your money where it can be most effective, whether it's to paying off debts, yeah. whether it's to putting 15% into retirement, all this sort of stuff, Roth IRAs, that sort of thing, Uh, buying used cars, um, you know, determining whether it's better for you to own or rent a house or something like that or to own or rent, whatever. Uh, So basically his his stuff is Americans are told you, you should use credit cards, you should do all this other stuff, and it just leads to lots and lots of debt, which is unnecessary if you're willing to just live bare bones for the time being you will and invest it properly yeah it even at the sort of minimal investment thing you'll be a a multi-millionaire by the time you're 65 kind of attitude so it's it's interesting because i don't know i mean i think that there's some really good points there but i let's say i just don't have enough faith in the economic situation of this country that it's like, if I'm investing this money with hopes that I can get 8% return on investment kind of thing, well, I mean, we're going to be headed towards another economic situation likely having to do with us, ha- our, the country having to pay back our debts kind of thing. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it just seems so uncertain that it's – it's. I totally believe in living minimalist-type lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, look at me. I've been living – Fairly minimal, like, like, a, like, like a minimalist for, yeah. <laughs> for many years at this point in time, out of necessity. But it's just kind of been, you know, the frugality of the whole situation is just in my blood. So he's saying things that I'm like, well, duh. I mean, you, yeah, you don't want to go out and buy three new cars and a new home yeah. that you can't afford and put it on credit cards. Well, duh. Like, that seems like common sense. But, yeah. appar- but apparently there are a lot of people 
because he gives testimonials throughout the mm-hmm. books where people who have been helped by this money makeover are g- giving their stories. Like there are so many dumb people out there who just don't know how to handle money at all. At all. <laughs> like even the most basic concept that you shouldn't spend more than you have. Right. It's like really? Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Basic concept you shouldn't spend more than you have. Yeah. Yeah, man, you'll be surprised. So yeah, I have a feeling I have a feeling uh there's some useful points in there, but it's just I'm thinking what's I'm, ne- the, I'm never going to own a new car. Like what's, basically, what's the tone like? Is it very dry or is it easily digestible? Oh, or super what? digestible. Okay, yeah, it's it's very. There's not a lot of technical stuff in there. It's more just anecdotal. And stories what's it called again? How to total money total makeover, money makeover. makeover? I'll check that out. Yeah, it's 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 a interesting read. I think you'd get something from okay. it. Okay, I've gotten something from it. One that I've really enjoyed, one that you'll really like is uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad. That's a real famous book. I've heard of it. Yeah. I don't know what it's about, though. It's uh, it's solid. It's about this guy who uh, who grew up, like, he looked at things with the, about, like, that his dad did, and then he looked at things that, like, his friend's dad did. And his dad is, like, I think has, like, I believe, like, two or three degrees from prestigious universities and was always, like, struggling with money. And then his, like, friend's dad dropped out of school when he was, like, in eighth or ninth grade, became an entrepreneur, and, like, made millions of dollars. And it's, like, just pretty – it's, like, similar stuff. Yeah. It's similar stuff. But it's interesting. It's a really good read. And it's it's definitely not one of those, like, in your face, if you can do it, or if I can do it, you can do it type thing. Yeah. See, now that, that was one point that I actually found the most interesting. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. College. The usefulness of education, formalized education, and the debt that comes with it. Because he's, like, super against college that you have to pay anything for. Unless you get a full ride, go to a community college, and it'll basically do the same thing. So my opinion, so I guess it depends, first of all, on, like, what you want to do. Yeah. Like, if you want to be a lawyer. Because you were, what, a history major? If you want to be a lawyer or a doctor, like, yeah, you're going to need to go to college for that. You know what I'm saying? And probably a good one and an expensive one. But here, let me backtrack a little bit. Um, but yeah, but I mean, how many, how many kids go to college because it's just oh, that's just what you do, right? Oh yeah, most I feel like how many people people everyone go, from Glenbard West. How many people go to college actually knowing real hardcore what they want to do with their college degree? Fucking no one. No one. Right. And then, but how many times? Are we told, okay, you need to go to college to get a good job? Or you're pretty much told, you need to go to college. If you don't go to college, you will not be successful. You'll be a fucking loser. Yeah. That's the, that's what we're told, right? For the most part. In suburban communities, yes. yeah. Yeah. For sure. Now, uh, yeah, for me, I just went because it was like the next thing to do. I didn't really know what the fuck I was doing. I just did history because I was always good at it, and I really enjoyed it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And But, yeah, it's such a huge – it's. A huge fucking waste of money. Because, I mean, I'm looking at my debt right now, and his whole thing is, well, basically do these sort of things and get rid of get rid of debt first was yeah. kind of his main thing. He's like, a lot of people have five-figure, six-figure debts. And I look at myself, I have over $80,000 in student debt. Yeah. Both from not, – not from undergrad. My undergrad, luckily, was able to be helped with my family. Okay. But – Seminary, yeah, that was almost a six-figure damn education right there, and I think to myself, I don't think that there is any other. Well, I agree with the whole debt thing is ridiculous. That the experiences that I had there turned me into the person who I am today. Yes, with those people in that institution, learning not just the academic stuff, but the interpersonal and socio-connections that just turn me into a better person. The next thing I was going to say was, yeah, the degree, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But the experiences that I had and the people I met along the way, I'll gladly pay that debt. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. And see, that was his thing. I'll gladly pay that. Well, you could get that anywhere. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I and and I'm sure that's helped form you into the person mm-hmm. that you are today. So like, well, you know, that's uh it's good it's I guess 
the alternative for him was to just save up for your kid's education early so that they don't have to live in debt for because I'm like I don't I can't imagine a life where I don't have student debt and right. and that's that's crazy like that shouldn't be the case yeah and yet here I am yeah <laughs> it's like alrighty then dude so uh, let me I gotta check this again I got some good things on here there's something else that uh, I am looking right now at oh okay. PayPal automate, yeah, okay. I wanted to look at things, other things I wanted to bring up that were like on my mind the oh, last yeah. several weeks. So just remind me, you did the uh, PayPal and library, okay? So you, going back to what you're saying, like they're just some dumb people out there. This is one, this one of them. So I'm at the library, and this isn't like this huge spiel. Forty five minutes, we're going to talk about this. This is just like a real quick thing. Um, I'm at the library doing research, and uh, <laughs> I just made myself laugh. Sorry, like I'm in some fucking laboratory. <laughs> very, the, very professional. I'm at the library doing the same shit I do at my house, but because I'm at the <laughs> library, it makes me feel like I'm doing something with my day, uh, uh-huh. which I was. I was researching stuff for going to LA. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not discovering like discovering the cure for cancer. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like I'm watching conspiracy videos on YouTube at the library. <laughs> the research, research. Yeah, so I'm there, and this is like the second or third time that I notice this. Some dumb motherfucker actually has the the gall to answer their phone and talk on the phone. Oh man, no! In Bitch. a library, yes. This is really like the second or third time I observed this, and it wasn't a ham at the library. I call you back. Like it was like a. It's like let's have a conversation. Okay, kind of thing. yeah. Let's wrap this That's up, bitch. Geez. There are other people here, and we're just trying to. How have many people it quiet. would you say were in the? Not that the many. Room. It was yeah. like eight to ten people. That's more like may- maybe if there was one or two other people in there, there. I still would say no, yeah. but at least it's a little more understandable as for somebody who's not. Like, I was all surprised there, but that's... that one of the employees didn't walk up right away and say, "Hey, you need to get it off your phone." Don't they have signs or something like that? Like, don't use your cell phone. I don't in know. Here, I apparently, I, I don't know. I don't know. Wow. You'd think, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, I just can't fathom that they've gone through their life this far without being yelled at for using a phone. And then the other thing, too, there was, like, the same day or something like that, like, this mom and her two kids are, like, walking through the stacks. They're just, like, being loud and obnoxious. You're, first of all, indoors. Yeah. And second of all, you're in a library. Absolutely no reason to be talking at the volume that you're talking at right now. The mom or the kids? The mom, mostly the mom, but the kids were like making kids follow suit. The kids are making noise, oh, running right. around. It's not so much the running around, right? Whatever, their kids are fucking running around and shit. But yeah, it's like the talking is like okay when you're in a library, you need to take it down a notch. Oh yeah, you know, social etiquette. I think is something that it has a very broad spectrum, especially especially in this country. I mean, they're just. There are certain things that, and even I have like social faux pas where I do something that perhaps is not socially in the norm mm-hmm. per se. But unless somebody corrects me or tells me, "Hey, like don't do that" kind of thing, then how am I supposed to know differently? Yeah. Unless I make those mistakes. But you, I feel like you should get to a certain age and have enough respect or awareness. There's of other a certain people. basic. Unwritten Baseline. rules in society that everyone should know about. You just think based so. on their just being in that community or just basic being a fucking basic human being. And there are things that yes, like like being quiet in a library. It's not like I feel like that shit's just programmed in your fucking brain when you're born. Like you don't like it's, it's just like it's just so integrated into your very being. So this is that the- and don't spend more money than you have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, and that's something I've had to wrap my mind around, especially in the past couple of years. The fact that, so I feel like the way that I interact with people is I treat them how I'd like to be treated. Right. What, what would they be thinking if I was in their shoes kind of thing? Okay. And so I try to go about it with a, it's called mutual reciprocity, where there's just a, a basic 
attempt at empathy or compassion. Stop. I'm going to stop you right here. What the fuck's on your hand? Did you fall off your bike again? Oh, yeah. That's a story. All right. Continue. <laughs> continue. Continue. That's, that's actually an interesting right, story. Continue. Uh, so, but the thing that I've had to reconcile, especially working in the blue-collar world, is there are a lot of people, especially people, I guess, who don't have higher educations, who never learned how to properly empathize with other people or to respect others' views. I think I feel like that's probably something that's more or less learned in in higher education, college, you know, masters, whatever the case is. You you learn how to deal with people from different yeah. backgrounds and understandings and be like, we're not all thinking the same. Yeah. Whereas people who sort of born and raised in the same place with the same people around them are like, we all think alike. And yeah. so that's how I'm going to assume you think I'm not even going to bother. Like, it's all about me. It's yeah. all about what I'm yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. and my comfort and what's convenient to me. And it's like, there are a lot of people out there who just have no compassion or sense of empathy towards other people because they never learned how. Um, that's interesting that you said that because it made me think of this book that I read called, uh, I think it was called like, oh, like how to arrest proof yourself or something like that. It's a really cool book. This guy who is now, he is background was <laughs> police officer, sniper for a SWAT. And then I think, uh, there was something else. And now he's like a defense attorney in like Miami or something like that. All this is in Miami or something. And he's pretty much like writing this book, like how to keep yourself out of jail. Right. And he mentions in the book, like there are so many people that are in jail for things that are non-criminal offenses. For example, like not showing up to court on time, Mm -hmm. not seeing your parole officer, Mm -hmm. not having your proper paperwork for insurance, Mm. like basic things. And then he talks about how it's just like a meat grinder. People just go back into it. And he's saying, he says how like, he says a lot of the time, like most of the time the people, this, the people that this happens to are people who are like lower class, um, who do not have, uh, who have like a low education, because they just don't develop or have been taught the skills to, like, use a fucking calendar. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or use a Use watch. an alarm. I mean, yeah, use a exactly. watch. And um, he, one of the things he mentions is when the – I love this term. It's called flushing the rabbit. And it's when – That it's sounds when, like a sex, no, right? sex move right it's there. It's when police cars – he's like, yeah, you'll get pulled over and you won't even do, be doing anything wrong. It's called flushing the rabbit. Cars – they just pull over cars completely at, at – random or just to see just to see if maybe by chance they the guy rolls down his window this guy just so happens to smell like alcohol he just so happens to smell like weed or he just so happens to be real jittery right now i don't know why oh he just so happens to be driving without a driver's license like just for just to maybe get something out Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. maybe something happens maybe it doesn't and one of the things he mentions too is like oh one of the things that we always that we always do as police officers but we'll never admit is um, we profile the hell out of people oh, yeah. all the fucking time. All the fucking time. Do you know why? Because st- statistically speaking, it's true most of the time. If I see somebody who looks like um, who looks like they are lower class, dressed a certain way, like dressed more um, – uh, what's it called? Uh, like a more derelict look or derelict. What's, I said derelict because I thought of Zoolander. You, I was like <laughs> Zoolander. Derelict, oh my yeah. god! I thought of dancing derelict because of Zoolander. Uh, so yes. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. It's so because, true. like, <laughs> statistically speaking, those are people who are more, you are more likely to pin and get an arrest because they either have weapons, drugs, alcohol, don't have the proper paperwork, or driving without a license or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Not to say someone driving in a BMW wearing a suit is um, uh, not a criminal who knows they might be, you know, do insurance fraud, but that's like something that can't be, that's not something that's out in the open yeah. that can't be seen like your crimes that you see like on CSI where fucking people are going on like a police chase and shit like that. Oh, you know totally. What I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, and he's saying like it's all done on a point. The more arrests someone makes, the more chances they have and quicker they are to get promoted. It has nothing to do with like what you're doing. They're just trying to get a fucking arrest, mm-hmm. and uh, and it doesn't matter. Like that's just all they're thinking because giving someone a warning doesn't get them any closer to getting a pat on the back by their superior. Nope. 
Um, and then he also said that was really interesting was when you get, I can't remember what the name of the thing is, but when you get arrested, right, your name goes into the system and everything, you're arrested. And so when people go for a job interview or whatever, and it's like, oh, you've been arrested, immediately they think this person's a criminal. It's like, oh, well, I was arrested, but the charges were dropped because my girlfriend was just mad at me and we made things up and, you know, whatever the fuck or whatever the case may be. It's like, okay, you were arrested, but the charges were dropped. So then that should be completely expunged, but it stays in this system. I can't remember what it's called Mm -hmm. for anyone to look at. Mm -hmm. And so you just immediately think that even if the charges were dropped, like, okay, well, the person is still guilty. Oh, totally. But it's a really awesome book. Yeah. Yeah, You should read it. it. It's a a tough, it's very familiar with that. (laughs) Very, Very familiar with that concept. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good read, man. It was cool. So yeah, not to not to bury the lead. Uh, I got hit by a car. No way. Uh huh. Like a couple of days ago. On your bike? Mm-hmm. Is because you did something that you shouldn't have done? Nope. Are you going to sue them? Are they going to give you money? No, they just kept going. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Did you get a license plate number? No, man. I was on the ground. <laughs> oh wow. So, yeah, long story short. Were you by a major intersection with cameras? You should investigate no, that shit. No, it, it was a overpass bridge type okay. thing on a rural front road. Okay. So I'm turning on to it's, – it's kind of a weird setup where it's a, it's a front road that goes along the expressway, the 101. And so the, you turn right to go first over the interstate – and then under the interstate, and then across some train tracks okay. by a train station. And so it's very hilly. It's like up and down. Yeah. Now, this day, it's super foggy. The, the, you, could, you could cut the fog with a knife, really. Mm. It, was, it was really bad. And so I turn onto the road, and perhaps I'm riding, because there's no, there's no sidewalks. They're front roads, okay. so there's just a shoulder. And I might be a little too close to the shoulder line or whatever, but it's nothing that's... Super, like, right. whatever. So from behind me comes a car whizzing by at, like, 70 miles an hour because people people try to get over the, those train tracks because if you get stuck by the train, you'll be there for about 20 minutes because the trains stop. And oh, it's right by a loading okay. station. Oh, so got it. So you've got, you know, these 50-car-long freight trains that have to load up stuff. So it is there for 20 to 30 minutes if you get caught at the wrong time. So you'll see people whizzing by yeah. like 70 miles an hour, and it's a 40-mile-an-hour road. But Some Mario Kart shit. Some Mario Kart <laughs> shit, man. And everyone's just boom, 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 boom. And, you know, I've never had a problem before. And so out of the fog comes some van. It's like a gray van. Um... And I think I think it's that their mirror clips me, clips my handle okay. bar, and so it goes like that, and so I end up flying. <laughs> it's it's the passenger side of the car, so I end up going flying onto the ground, I'm like fuck, like and everything else. I have a, I have my coffee mug attached to my glasses on. Everything just goes flying. I'm like my th- my first thought was like fuck, is the bike ruined? Yeah, is my coffee mug broken again? Yeah, are my glasses broken? Like. I really don't need the shit. Just for the record, this is in the time that we've done this podcast for a little over a year. This has got to be the fifth time. I have, I have had some pretty unfortunate encounters with bikes. Yes, I, I'm I'm not exactly the most um, uh, graceful person when it comes okay. to riding the bike. No, but all the ones before this were like self caused or whatever. Okay, or like right. I went over a bump or yeah. just wasn't wasn't graceful enough. Okay. And so I hurt myself. Okay. This was the first time where I'm like, eh, it's not your fault. Probably not my fault. And so what's kind of, I'm, I'm on the ground and I'm like, Oh man, I don't even see the blood or whatever. I'm just like, I don't, yeah. I don't, does, doesn't, doesn't feel like anything's broken. Doesn't, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm in shock kind yeah. of, I'm, I'm a little hurt. And then all of a sudden, so the car keeps going and the dude right behind him, like slams on his brakes. He's like, did that dude just hit you? And I'm like, I think so. He's like, do you want me to chase him down? Yeah. And I, I was like, I think I'm okay. Like I, and so I just, I was so just yeah. out of it that I'm like, it's okay. Like, thank you. Like, thank yeah. you for stopping. And that really means a lot. It does. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. that's, that was very nice of him to stop. And he's like, you sure, man? Like, I just, I just want to get to work. I was like 10 minutes away from work too. It was like right before the tracks. Um, so I'm like, 
my thought is like, oh, cool, like a train could come too, and I could be stuck there for an yeah. additional 30 minutes. And I look down, and I got blood uh, there and stuff like that. And so I'm like, oh, man, what a day. So, yeah, I get in, and uh, I tell, tell the, the woman who uh, has been training me in my job, like, Hey, someone might have gotten hit by a car. Like, I'll be a couple minutes late. I gotta mm. run to the bathroom. And she's like, what? Hmm. And so, dude, word travels so fucking fast in that department. There's somebody who was on the total other side of the room who ended up hearing about that in like <laughs> five minutes. It's like, hey, I got hurt you. Hit by a car. Like, that's fine. Like, um, they're like, are you sure? And yeah, so they're like, yeah, you can go home if you want. I'm like, that means I got a bike. 40 minutes back, like, yeah. while I'm still in pain from the experience there, I was actually more sore the next day, um, when yeah. the pain sort of settled in, but anyway, so yes, it's, it's like, it's like encounter number five with the pavement wow. that I've had in the past couple of years. Hey man, at least it wasn't my face again. My beautiful, beautiful Gosh, face. That's so <laughs> I mean, not really, but it's This was like... probably one of the lesser injuries, I want to say, and the fact that you know, after getting clipped, I didn't break anything, and I did tear. I did tear my pants though, my, my, my work <laughs> pants, just a little bit. So I was, I was a little pissed about that. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you get those uh, sewn up? Got to do that, man. I have like this. Uh, just don't go to that place that I showed you, like that one time. Uh, the organic cleaners at Pickwick. Oh, <laughs> yes. Clown pants they gave me. Back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Dude, more damage than good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, um, yeah, not to bury the lead, but that, no, that, you're fine, that, that was, that was, uh, I thought that you would have noticed that a little sooner. Actually. No, I didn't I'm, notice I'm, it. I'm, I'm actually, I think like I saw the one on your elbow and it just like, it just like, I mean, I'm normally have it bruises just, like, didn't or cuts register, or whatever. Yeah. Right? So it's not like, something just, out of the ordinary. Because it's like normal. And then I saw that it was on your hand and I haven't seen like a, uh, mark on your hand before i was like no that's new <laughs> that's new and then it clicked i was like oh wait no there's one in his elbow too yeah so but oh i gotta tell you real quick um i got a podcast for you to start listening to oh really and for anyone else to start listening to so my buddy um told me he's like hey dude you gotta start listening to uh the pat mcafee show i was like what yeah, Pat McAfee's like, yeah, I remember he, was a punter, he used to be a punter for the Indianapolis Colts. He's like, just retired last year. He's like our age. He's like a year older than us or something wow. like that. And uh, he had this uh, podcast through Barstool, and then he separated from them. He has his own podcast it's called the Pat McAfee Show 2.0, PMS 2.0. So, dude, you got to Google Pat McAfee Show. The first episode is fucking hilarious. It's called, like, Rebirth. It explains why he's... Not with Barstool, and then he talks a little bit about, like, why he left the, uh, the NFL. Because he didn't leave because he was injured. He just left it of his own will, like, I'm done with this. And, dude, oh, my gosh, dude, this guy, I want to be his friend. I want to hang out with this guy. Dude, it's so funny. And they talk football. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm talk, actually very intrigued. They talk intrigued. football. Every Tuesday the and Thursday. Pat McAfee Show. The Pat McAfee Show. 2.0. 2.0. And it just, I mean, he's been doing the other, he's been doing this podcast for a while, but he just started doing it on his own without Barstool, like, at the beginning of September. And, well, uh... That, I, will def- I will definitely listen to that, then. I'm, yeah. I'm always down to try. Dude, I might, I might listen to that today. Yeah. <laughs> just, dude, he's a storyteller. Oh. This guy is a... Yeah. Okay. He's a storyteller, and it's a good one. All right. And he, um... He... The guests that he has, like, they, they phone... He, like, he'll do part of the show with his friends, and then they'll input the uh insert like the phone interview that he does with people okay and he's done he did i listened to one recently with like uh joseph adai and he did one with gary v and so he usually he'll, you oh, usually wow. get okay you usually get maybe like two maybe three different phone calls in this in one episode where they're shooting the like shit a 48 minute episode or it's whatever? like an hour and a half oh damn of like it's like it's like part of shooting of it is like them shooting the shit then, like, a phone interview that's, like, 20 minutes or so, 30 minutes maybe. Shoot the shit for a little bit. Maybe, like, another phone interview. Then they're shooting the shit, and then the episode's done. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because I definitely need a non-polished And it's funny because, to to. because they he does his um, his ads. He does them in the actual episode, like, for Dollar Shave Club or for, like, this underwear company. So, like, and he, Chris Hardwick did. 
And he no, but Chris Hardwick does it in the beginning. Okay, at the you know the corkboard, Nurse Corkboard. Yeah. Prior to the episode, and okay. then the episode starts. So this he guy. does his in the episode, but dude, he's so smooth at the segue. All of a sudden, you're, you're like, you're like, oh wait a minute, is he dropping an ad on me is, right is now? He dropping like, an yeah, ad it's 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 not. It's like pleasant to listen to. It's okay. not like oh great, I gotta listen to this like advertisement. Fifteen second forward. Fifteen second. Yeah, forward, 15 he's second real forward. smooth. Okay, he's <laughs> real smooth, and it's great, dude. And I want to meet him someday, and I want to like go out and get beers with him. And I want to just, like, hang out with them sometime. It's an awesome podcast. It's a great replacement for Nerdist, which sadly is still hasn't released any episodes since June 13th. I think it was the last episode. That yeah, was Chris Hardwick's was in, in hiding. But anyway, oh, man, it feels good to be back. Good to be back, man. So we'll do another few before you head out. Oh, this was very refreshing. It was. I feel like my soul is a little less burdened now. Yeah. This is good to get all this off my chest. Yeah. Some storytelling, some... Oh, man. We'll save this for now. This whole time, I, I was thinking of this one thing that I wanted to get clarification on from your from Okay. Your end. Broader but, topic so nope, I can remember. I, okay. I can't say anything. Don't forget it. Because it's going to be... Just re- remind me. I'll remember what it is. Just say, hey, what's that thing? We'll lead with it on the next episode. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, this is this is a falls under a, an area of your expertise. So, all right. Darn it. Okay. Until next time. Until next time. Bye.